Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care. And it's not just bubble baths. Download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care. Head to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash self-care. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 333 on the Get Merry podcast. We are so excited to be here. It's going to be a quick episode today because our goal is to get you motivated. Yes. So right now we are talking to you from Canberra and we are in the middle of winter in Canberra. And if you've ever been, oh my, you know, you know how cold it is. And I tell you what, it's been Wow, a lot more difficult to get moving, a lot more difficult to exercise while we've been here. You have to tell them it was minus six the other day. Yeah. Like we're talking cold. Minus six degrees Celsius. That's cold. That's cold. (laughs) And I mean, you're in bed. It's cozy. The last thing you want to do when the alarm goes off is get up and exercise. Mm. But on the days that we have... Because we're not saying that we have gotten up every single day and exercised. On the days that we have, we felt really great. And on the days that we didn't, we made sure that we did still exercise just at a different time of day. And I think that this is, you know, an important lesson when maybe your routine changes. Like for us, we're in Canberra, usually we're on the Gold Coast. It's okay also for your exercise regime to change. But most importantly is you keep it part of your routine. Cause I think it's very easy to just decide, Oh, I'm away for two weeks. That's how long we're away for. I'm just going to let it all go. Yeah. And in the end, I mean, for me, I know that I won't feel good by doing that. I know that, yeah, there is a, there's friction. I feel like I really don't want to move my body, but I know after two weeks of not moving, I will feel terrible. Mm-hmm. So that in itself is motivation to get up and push through, push through that initial friction, push through, can I talk, uh, that initial thing that is kind of causing that big resistance for you. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've had it, we have a few, uh, what is the word, tactics that we've been using and they're really simple, but I think sometimes the simplicity is great because we have kind of these rules, you know, sometimes we have these rules around what exercise has to look like. Uh, and these tactics that we've been using kind of put all those ideas down the drain. For example, we are keeping our puffer jackets on when we start our workout as well as our socks. Mm-hmm. I mean, If you just wake up, it might be your dressing gown. It could be your pajamas. You just move with lots of layers. You don't have to move in your – you don't have to change into your leggings and your crop tops. I mean, I'm talking about home workouts here. This is why home workouts are the best in winter because you don't need to leave the house. This is what you do. You put your coffee on. If you drink coffee, make a cup of tea. All right, drink that. Roll out the mat. If you're doing Mary Body, if you're doing yoga and Pilates, get on the mat 
whatever you're wearing, whether it's 50 layers, whether it's your dressing gown and your PJs, whether you have your bed socks on. Bed socks are good. If you have the little grippy bed socks, Mm -hmm. they are great to do yoga and Pilates in. I do that here. Uh, And then you just move. You press play on the class and you move. And five minutes in, you'll be stripping off all your layers because you create the heat. And I tell you what, that is a good feeling. When you're cold, to then feel hot, to do to know that you can do that yourself by moving your body from going you know moving up and down side to side holding your body weight holding a plank pose holding a warrior two you are going to get hot mm-hmm. and yeah as you said there's no no better feeling than that when you're freezing cold and then suddenly you have to actually take off a layer I ended up in my singlet which I couldn't believe. I was like, how am I in a tank top right now? It's freezing cold outside, but that is the power of movement. So it's amazing. And I think, you know, if you're someone who really always struggles maybe every winter, if this is like a regular thing, I want to remind you that you can change. We can all change. We don't have to be that person. If we don't want to be that person, we don't have to be that person, but we need to initiate our own change I can't do it for you. Carla can't do it for me. I can't do it for Carla. We can all help inspire each other. We can help, you know, motivate each other. But change happens from you. Mm -hmm. For me, change happens inside me. Another thing that has been really apparent, I guess, in our membership, Mary Body, is we've been noticing a lot of comments and it's like, oh, I have no motivation. I've got really low energy. I don't have time. And This is very common, I think, and they're very common reasons for not exercising. And I want to remind you, especially with the first two, like I have no motivation. I feel really low energy. I mean, fair enough. If you've got low energy and it's like a medical reason, like you're low in iron or you're low in vitamin B, or maybe you're sick, like actually take time to rest and recover and actually take time to figure it out. But if it's just that kind of blah and stagnant and just like, "Mm," like that, you know, that feeling, we all know that feeling. We need to change the narrative that is going on in the mind because the mind keeps telling us, I'm not motivated. I feel really low. I don't think I want to do that. And you just kind of want to huddle up in a ball and like, cuddle under your blanket, which sounds really nice, but like you don't want to do that all day, every day. So we have to start to realize that the conversation going on with ourselves within our mind is a really powerful one. And it has the power to take us one way and it has the power to take us a whole other way. So if you want to keep cuddling under that blanket, like keep telling yourself, like, I'm so not, I'm not motivated. I'm really low energy. Like this, like this kind of, but remember we can totally just change that by deciding to change that. It's like putting a cross out line through that thought and deciding a different thought and being like, you know what? I can do this. I can get up. I can work out. I'm going to get warm. And you kind of get that upbeat feeling. Now, Emma, I want you to tell everyone what you've been doing. (laughs) It's it's very weird. It's so strange, but it works. (laughs) So something I really struggle with in winter and in Canberra, not on the Gold Coast, it's fine. Maybe a little bit on the Gold Coast (laughs) even. I'm such a sook when it comes to the cold. I am. I love the warm temperature, warm climate. Anyway, so you hop in the shower. Oh, it's so toasty and warm. It's so warm, actually. Probably too hot. Very bad for your skin. How the heck do you get out of the shower when it's freezing in the bathroom? We don't have a heater in the bathroom. We have heat lamps, but not like the the ducted heating. So it's freezing in the bathroom. And we're not allowed to open the door. No, to get the heat in. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What's the heater on right now? Not very high. We wear our puffer jackets all day at home. Bloody dad. 
Uh, anyway, so I've been turning the tap off because I can't stay in the shower all the time because literally there's five adults in this house right now and that is not enough hot water for everyone and I will be the worst person if I steal all the hot water. So I turn the taps off and usually I'd be thinking, oh my God, I'm so cold and like, you know, really shivering and like tensing up my shoulders and like feeling awful. But anyway, the words that have been coming out of my mouth instead are, I am strong, I am strong, I am strong. And I don't know why I started doing this, but it's really helping me get out of the shower. It's like this little mantra and then like rolling my shoulders back Mm. and like, you know, feeling strong, feeling resilient is helping me get out of the shower. And I know this is such a lame thing, right? It's not that hard to get out of the shower. But what it has proven to me is that these mantras, these words that we say to ourselves do something. Mm -hmm. They actually do, uh, you know, they have an effect. They change the way you feel. Yes. And, you know, I did it this morning because I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh, give it a try. And I was like, I am strong. I am strong. But then I realized I was actually feeling really anxious. And I was like, I don't think this mantra is working for me. I am calm. I am calm. I am calm. I was like, oh, okay. This is so funny. So we're all different. So what I'm saying is maybe if you're really struggling to exercise, come up with your own mantra, whatever it might be. And I don't know what resonates with you. Have a think and know that these words are powerful. And you don't have to say it out loud like a crazy person like I've been doing, but it does work. Mm -hmm. You can say it in your mind. You can write it down. You can have it stuck on your mirror, stuck on your fridge, and you read it every day because you can move your body. You can do... You can do it as, you know, every day. You really can. I believe in you. I know you can. I know you can. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be an hour a day. It could literally be five minutes some days. Mm-hmm. But you can move your body every day. You can feel the benefits and experience the benefits of exercise. I think that is another really great point to add is that often when it comes to exercise, we have these ideas on time frames. And I know we've spoken about this before, but if you're new and you haven't heard us speak about this before... We need to let go of the idea that exercise has to be a certain amount of time in our day. If we don't have an hour, we actually don't need that full hour. And we don't want to let that idea stop us from moving just a little bit even. If all you have is five minutes, then that's better than nothing. And I think this is a better mindset than thinking I've got to do an hour. I can only do that. Only then is it worthy because that's simply not true. Anything is better than nothing. I love that so much because when we create these huge goals, like I'm going to exercise once a day, I was going to say one hour every day, we tend to fail Mm -hmm. because it's too big. If you're going from nothing to that, more likely you will fail Mm -hmm. and then you'll feel even worse about yourself. So make doable goals, make micro goals, be okay with five minutes of exercise and then realize that, you know, momentum happens, things change and you do five minutes every day, one week, then it might be 10, then it might be 10 minutes every second day and 30 minutes every other day. Then you might be doing, you know, four workouts a week of like half an hour to an hour and then you take a few rest days. Yeah. Uh, It's just more about the consistency. You're better off, you know, doing it more regularly and less time than doing, you know, a marathon once a month. It's so true. And 
because it's that habit that is the most important thing. Uh, And if, you know, it's 30 minutes one day, five another, an hour another, 20 another, like that's great. So let's let go of that idea that exercise has to be a certain amount of time. The other thing that we have been doing, we have been leaving our mats out, rolled out Mm. inside the house as a visual cue to remind us, oh yeah, like we want to work out today. And I think that is another really easy thing everyone can do. Leave your workout gear out, leave a reminder out that you see to to kind of like, oh yeah, that's right. I haven't done that yet. And I really want to. Uh, Again, another thing, sitting on your mat and just sitting on your mat and not even working out yet. That can be another really motivating thing to do. Well, what happens when you sit on your mat, you tend to start moving your body. Maybe you're stretching. Maybe you just suddenly start doing some Pilates or whatever it is that you're doing. Then you might think, hey, I might switch on that 10-minute class. And then you see yourself and feel yourself and experience this class. And you're like, oh, I was feeling so unmotivated before. And now look at me. I'm doing Pilates. Honestly, 10 minutes goes like that. It is so quick. It is the time that we take to shower and get ready. I know many people take longer than 10 minutes. We do not. Um, We're very quick at getting ready for our day. But just think about it. What else do you do in 10 minutes? You do, like there's so many things that get done in 10 minutes. And I think that we all have this idea that you can't get a workout done in 10 minutes. You absolutely can. Well, we've created many inside Mary Body. And I tell you what, they are tough. They get you hot. They get you feeling amazing. And I mean, you can do it yourself. You can follow a class, whatever it might be. You can go for a 10 minute walk even, Mm -hmm. not with minus six degrees. I mean, (laughs) mum and dad do. Our mum and dad walk every morning, no matter the weather. They're crazy. It's too cold. But anyway, it works for them. And how great that they do get up and and do the walk in that weather. Yeah. And I think I just want to add to that, the 10 minute factor, the importance of reducing friction, because for us, when we work out, we have very minimal steps to get to our mat. And I think this is why we are so good at having a consistent practice. And I think so many of our members are so good at Mm -hmm. having a consistent practice, exercise practice, whatever it might look like. Because we reduce so many steps. Like I used to have to like, you know, choose my gym outfit. Well, first of all, I had to look at the schedule and like see if like I could fit in one around my life then get dressed, then drive, which might take like 30 minutes. I used to drive like 30 to 40 minutes to the gym and then wait for the class because I'd want to be there 10 minutes early to get my spot, then wait for it to start, then do the whole hour, then drive all the way back. It took me like two hours to get one 45-minute class done. Yeah, that's very true. And instead now, because we also we run Marybody, an online workout app and membership, But we also work out at home now. And that wasn't always the way. We would always, you know, do studio classes. We'd be at the gym even when we had originally started our online membership. Then COVID happened and we were forced to work out at home ourselves. Then we were like, hang on a minute. Like no wonder people love Mary. We love online work. We love online workouts because we can just do it at home at any time. I mean, I tell you what, it's so good because you you know, you have half an hour spare, roll out the mat, do it. Mm. Sometimes I'll be like, I'll have 
a random like it might be a random amount like 18 minutes yeah and I'm like oh I could do half now and half later yeah and I'll have this kind of mindset of like you know I don't have to do it all at once I love that and one of our members does that we've spoken about it before where she kind of breaks up her half an hour goal of daily movement she breaks it up into 10 minute increments so 10 minutes in the morning 10 minutes at lunch 10 minutes in the afternoon So you're doing half an hour of exercise, but it's kind of really doable in these bite-sized chunks. And, you know, it comes in perfect time. You do the morning to feel that burst of energy, wake you up, feel energized for the day. You do it in lunchtime to take a break, a step away from your computer. You need to get away from work. Then you do it at night to kind of close down the day to maybe take you out of work mode to home mode to release tension maybe. I think a good yoga class would be good for that time. Mm And I love this idea. I love this idea that, you know, we don't have to do it any which way. We can create the best way for ourselves. And I think it can be really confusing because, you know, we're bombarded with everything. Hit is better. Heavy weights are better. Yoga is better. Pilates is better. As we always say, find the movement that you enjoy. Find the movement that feels very doable, that there is less friction. For us, it would never be running. There's a lot of friction for running. I'm not going to run. My ankles hurt. Yeah, my knees hurt. My ankles (laughs) hurt. My toes hurt. My feet hurt. Everything hurts when I run. Why am I running? Uh, Find the workout that works for you and then do it. Mm -hmm. Totally. Okay, and then the last thing that we want to remind you of is that exercise makes you feel good. This Mm -hmm. is a great motivation to tap into. It also makes you feel other things. So think back to when you have exercised consistently. Like, how did you feel? Like, did you feel more focused? Did you feel more energized? Did you feel more patient, more compassion? Uh, Did you feel like you had more ideas? Did you feel more excited for life? More enthusiasm? More peace? More calm? Like, these are the kinds of things that exercise can bring into your life. And it's not even like you have to try and bring these feelings into your life. Movement does this by releasing feel-good hormones. So it's a great reminder. It's a great motivation to realize what exercise can bring to your life. Not just physical health benefits, uh, but so many mental health benefits. And these benefits ripple out into every aspect of your life. We don't really know the full potential of what, you know, a consistent exercise practice does to our lives. It just ripples out. Yeah. And really, I think we'll end with one last motivator as well. You know, all these benefits, they're here and now. We experience them here and now, but they pay off dividends for your future. Uh, as we like age. I know, but but honestly, but... <laughs> You are. It is. It is an investment. Exercising now is an investment in our future. It's an investment in our health. The time that you give to exercise will pay off in your future. And we all know this truth. And I think sometimes we need to be reminded. Maybe we need a gentle reminder. Sometimes we need a hard reminder. If we're making excuse after excuse after excuse, and yes, some are valid, but some are not. And we all need to be honest with ourselves. We need to look within and realize, hang on a minute, what do I want from this one and only precious life I have? I want to experience life, but I want to experience life in a way where I feel comfortable within within my body. I want to feel able to move. I want to feel like I can get up from my chair with no problems. I want to walk up the chair, the stairs and not be lost, you know, not lost my breath completely. 
and want to feel like I can climb up that mountain when I'm on holidays in wherever I'm in holidays and feel like I can do it risk-free. I mean, not risk-free, obviously, because you never know what could happen. But, you know, like you feel more, you want to feel like you are able to do it. Mm. And, you know, if we are able to, we're very blessed. We're very privileged to be able to move our bodies. So sometimes it's it's being honest with ourselves and being like, hang on a minute, I'm sick of my excuses. I want this for my life. I want this for my family. I want this for my career. Because as Carla said, it all ripples out. Our exercise, our health ripples out and touches every aspect of our lives. Amazing. Well, I feel motivated myself. I've already ticked off my workout for today, so I feel really good that I've done that. I mean, I might add a little bonus one in this I know. afternoon. I might do some yin yoga for the mind, which would be really nice. Uh, But if you loved this episode, if you're feeling motivated from this chat, we would love to hear from you. Write to us on Instagram, on Facebook, or email us. And of course, share this episode with your friends. That is the greatest compliment that we could ever have. So thank you if you do share it. If there's someone that you think this might be helpful for, go and share it with them in your message groups, in your chat groups, uh, and tell us what you guys think. And of course, if you like, give us a rating on your podcast app, as this also helps us to be found in search results. So thank you so much for being here today. We'll be back next week with another brand new episode. This was a quick 20 minute chat. I feel so motivated. We packed so much in so many action steps that you can take today. So choose one and run with it. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.